Thank you for joining us on the Overcoming Monday podcast, where we provide you little secrets for your big breakthrough. This podcast is designed to enhance your emotional and spiritual health. Our mission is to help you understand yourself, the people you love, and the world around you so that you can win where it matters most. In each episode, we'll hear from writer, speaker, mom, and pastor's wife, Shari King, as she invites you into conversations about the issues that matter most to you. Now, let's get started. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 41 of the Overcoming Monday podcast, where today we're talking about telling the truth in marriage with our past, present, and our future. Today, I have my husband, Clayton. Hey. Hey. And Zach and Ash Dixon from Hopetown. Hey, guys. What's up? Yep. Hopetown actually is a nonprofit organization um, where they counsel and coach people in case you haven't heard. But that's why I thought that Zach and Ash would be perfect to bring in today to talk about one of the biggest challenges in a relationship, I believe, in marriage is honesty. And I, I've asked myself sometimes, why is, why is it so hard to tell the truth? Why is it so hard to be completely honest with the people that we love the most? And I kind of think maybe it's because we're afraid to be rejected by the person that we like. Mm and the person we love and want to accept us the most. So we're going to talk about that on this podcast today, and I just want to welcome you guys here. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Hey, yeah, there's some, something special. Now, first of all, this is episode <laughs> oh, yeah. one of our new season. Of uh, your yeah. new season. We're talking about marriage. This entire season. So make sure that you download. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe and download every single episode. Mm-hmm. But we are kicking off now. I don't know what day you're going to actually listen to this episode, but this day right now, the one we're currently in as we record, is a special day for the Dixons. Why? It is our nine-year anniversary yeah that's right to the day nine (laughs) years almost a decade wow almost so close yes you and clayton do the same thing you like to say decade and he clayton likes to say a fourth of a century yeah yeah, (laughs) um, crossroads summer camps is almost a quarter of a century old like we're 24 years old that makes it sound way older way more epic than 24 (laughs) i'm like it's 25 years old and he's like it's almost a quarter of a century i'm like wow (laughs) (laughs) it's funny how we all think differently Yes, today is nine years though. But I couldn't think of a more fitting and fun thing to do than to talk with you guys about marriage on the Which day we got married. I think is so sweet because I it's, love it. It's really just a podcast, and you guys are honoring <laughs> us with your anniversary, which is super. We sweet. love it. And your regulars on the podcast. First of all, because we love and trust you guys so much. But second of all, because you just have so many uh, good insights. And so as we talk today about honesty in marriage and telling the truth about your past, your present, and your future. You know, mistakes you've made in your past, being honest about that, your current feelings and struggles in the in the future in, in right the now present. currently in the present. And then in the future, what what things do you fear? What things do you dream and hope for? Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you guys maybe had a, a story that you could tell uh, about how you guys maybe learn the easy way or the hard way or the funny way, how difficult it is to really be honest with each other mm-hmm. in marriage. You got one for mm-hmm. us? An example maybe? You were gonna Yeah, so we First of all, one of the reasons that we started learning so much about honesty in the first place was when, because unfortunately and fortunately, when we started dating, I had a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. People that have been listening to the podcast, people that might know my story know that I used to struggle with anxiety and depression severely. And so that forced me into counseling um, for the first time in my life. And we had just started dating and we started to see the real benefit in 
being honest and being transparent and being vulnerable for the first time ever. And so um, because of that, one of the funny things that happened was we started seeing how this honesty thing um, would translate it in other aspects of our relationship mm-hmm. and also in the area of trying to remain pure, mm-hmm. um, physically pure, because, you know, we both had had a history of that, uh, of not choosing uh to, to uphold some values that we really believed in mm. in the past. And we wanted to do this, this relationship differently. Um, what are you, are you smiling? Like you want to interject in something? No, you want me to keep going just, with this? No. She's giggling. Okay. She's yeah. giggling. I got, her, I got her permission on this. Yes. She knows what you're about to say. She's yeah. anticipating. And oh. so, um, so we had just started dating. We um, hadn't had a conversation yet about boundaries and stuff. And, and we, and we should have had that uh, sooner. Um, but, we like on the f- first few days. We um, how do the kids say it? We quote unquote French kissed. Which oh. Clayton? What is French kissing for the listeners that don't know what French kissing is? Well, um, <laughs> gosh, why did you have to ask? Oh my goodness, this is so inappropriate. It's a it's a more intimate <laughs> form of kissing than there just lips go. on lips. Okay, yes. we're gonna leave it at that. It, yeah. it a little more the, intense. It involves your, other your, things. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I knew Zach was gonna do something like that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a little more intense. Um, yeah. And you know, when it's happening, it's hard for my mind to stay in that place. Like. Um, you know, for hands to stay in that place, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Just being you very want to go further. Yeah, yeah. being very it's real natural. with that. Yeah. And so, um, we wanted to, to to treat this relationship differently, if possible, by the grace of God. And so, um, one of the things that we learned was that what honesty does, it just removes like kind of the power that something might have, like a belief or a thought or, um, you know, a behavior. It it literally dethrones whatever that is that thing is and so for the for this particular thing with like physical purity um we decided to be honest when we wanted to break those we wanted to make out yeah we just yeah said hey let's make out it was well as weird as it is it's like ash like i really want to touch your butt right now Mm. but no pun intended um (laughs) I know what we've talked about. Like we've said these things and I know in God's word, it says this. And, 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 and so, and what that did was it just removed like mm-hmm. some of that power that, that are wanting to do those things just by talking about it. Yeah. And it brought but, her, I'm guessing into that decision with you yeah, mm-hmm. and into that struggle with you. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was, yeah, I was being honest. Like she didn't have to guess whether like, I, I want desired her in that way because I did because I was telling her. Um, but it also one of the things, obviously, one of the biggest things that helped build with that was trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she got to hear my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, one of, of what I really wanted, you know, obviously what my flesh wanted, but then also my, my deep desires, what I wanted for our relationship, what I wanted our relationship to stand for. Mm-hmm. And so that honesty literally... Um, again, by the grace of God, because again, we had had a history and a past of, of, of not doing so, um, by the grace of God allowed us to, to, to walk into to marriage um, with a, a, a different level of purity mm-hmm. um, that I thought I, than I thought I, I could ever have. Mm, that's um, great. And, it, and it, came, it came from honesty, mm-hmm. um, quite yeah. simply. But the French kissing story, you basically were like, I can't ever French kiss you again until... It was just really, it ended up being a very funny thing in our relationship that he, it was like the second day that we were dating. (laughs) Wow. And he was like, oh my goodness, we gotta stop, we gotta stop. 
And that, so. again, this wasn't me. This is so like, I'm not that kind of like, I hope, you know, somebody's not thinking like, oh, this dude's like really legalistic or whatever, but like, that just hadn't been me. And well, I knew I think that, that's wise. Yeah. yeah. I think that shows great wisdom. And, and I have to ask you this, Ashley. Did what I know it's funny because I know Zach and I know anytime he does something like that it's going to be funny. <laughs> did you did you did you um, have anything change in your perspective as far as your respect for him? Oh oh yeah, and because he knew that there had been you know a relationship in the past where I didn't feel um, particularly respected by a man, and right. so he took that to a totally different level. And even though it kind of, I mean, I was like, what? We can't French kiss? Are you kidding me? Like, I didn't understand that well, we at can. all. We can. We were just choosing not yeah, to. Yeah, we were just yeah. choosing not to. So, but for him, I think he knew that we were in it for the long game. And for mm-hmm. me to um, see how much he respected me and really saw the value of our relationship, he... He had to know. say no because he didn't trust himself, no. probably, yeah. Yeah. to do the right thing mm-hmm. if you guys had continued. Right. To French kiss. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we so, talked about French kissing right from the get-go. Yeah, <laughs> we're just talking about French kissing. <laughs> Which is funny because we do have an episode in this season um, talking about intimacy in marriage. It's called um, Getting just, Naked with Your Spouse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that one will come. So if you guys are intrigued right I'm gonna now. I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb. That will be your number one listen to podcast <laughs> episode. Yeah. Yeah. Top rated. Yes. Top rated. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe for sure. Well, um, so this was in the beginning of y'all's dating mm-hmm. when you were learning, to be honest. How has this your perspective on honesty progressed or even changed from that time? Yeah. Ashley I, had a great answer. We were talking about this before, and Ash, I love what you said. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about you know, literally my mind was going back to conversations that we had when we were dating. And I think from the beginning, I was honest with Zach while we were dating so that he had the opportunity to walk away if he wanted to. That was, that was why I wanted to be honest because I, I was, I wanted to say, you know, all this. So if you need to go, go, if this is a deal breaker, at least I told you the truth. But now, you know, it's, I kind of started to see it transform as we were engaged and then married that I could start to tell the truth and be honest with him for the purpose of experiencing someone loving me in spite of, you know, the things I was trying to hide. Right. That it wasn't because I wanted to give him the opportunity to get out. I'm now being honest with him because I get to experience the depth of his love hmm. that extends beyond anything I could ever tell him. Almost like, yeah. so instead of, actually letting him perhaps giving him permission to get out you're giving him permission to come close exactly that's exactly what it is yeah it's a it's a different kind of um perspective i love that well we're gonna take a break right now so you guys can hear about our awesome crossroads marriage conference coming up and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about truthfulness and honesty within marriage hey guys we want to take just a second to invite you to the very first crossroads marriage conference So on November 1st and 2nd, grab your spouse or fiance and head up to Asheville, North Carolina for a weekend with Clayton and Shari and some of our other friends. This weekend will give you a glimpse into healthy habits you can develop in your relationship. You'll gain wisdom and receive tools to make time with your spouse even more valuable. We're ultimately going to see how God's word elevates marriage as a powerful witness of his love for us. And guys, it is going to be so good. And by the way, this is for all married couples, newlyweds and not so newlyweds. 
So get on our website at crossroadsmarriageconference.com to learn more about our speakers, places you can stay while you're at the conference, and by the way, Asheville is beautiful this time of year, and to register for only 150 bucks per couple. You seriously can't beat that, guys. So it's Crossroads Marriage Conference on November 1st and 2nd, 2019 in Asheville, North Carolina. We can't wait to see you there. And one last thing, as you may know, Overcoming Monday is a production of Clayton King Ministries, and we're gearing up right now to head into our biggest event of the year, Crossroads Summer Camp. So this is our 24th year of camp, and we are stoked to get to host over 5,000 students this summer in Anderson, South Carolina, for a camp experience we hope they'll never forget. Shari and Clayton will both be speaking all five weeks of camp, so we would love it if you guys joined us in prayer. Pray for the Holy Spirit to move and to change lives and for our speakers and staff to be able to pour out all summer long. And the good news is that you can keep up with all things Crossroads on Instagram at CK underscore ministries, and you can watch all sessions, including Shari's every Tuesday night starting on June 18th on Facebook Live. So like Clayton King Ministries on Facebook to get a notification every time we go live. Okay, back to the show. Welcome back, listeners. Today, Clayton and I are talking with Zach and Ash from Hopetown about the need to tell the truth about our past in our present and in our future. Um, One thing that I know is telling the truth and basically being honest flows between two people when they've built a foundation of trust. Right. Trust is essential. And one of my favorite quotes is from a guy named Lewis Smeads. And if you've ever heard me do a podcast, I'm probably quoting him or heard me speak because I love this guy. But he says, trust is both the beauty and fragility of being human. Our need for trusting relationships is inborn, bred in the bone, part of the human design. To break trust is to assault the law of life. It's not only harmful, it's a deep moral wrong. And that's why we feel so offended when someone lies to us or when adultery happens or when someone just, you know, offends us. It's super hard to trust them. But also, it's hard to trust someone else with um, our feelings when we feel exposed. And so I know that for me, I'm often tempted to avoid the truth um, when I don't want to have a conflict with someone or when I feel shame about what I'm about to say, when I'm afraid to share my feelings because I don't want to be rejected. And that happens often in our marriage. I'll avoid telling you the full truth because I'm just scared. Yeah, you're scared I'm going to reject you. Yeah, or I'm scared that I'm wrong, or I don't really know, just all the things. And Clayton and I wrote in our book, 12 Questions, we wrote this. No one likes feeling like the rug was pulled out from under their feet. Or they didn't get what they bargained for after marriage. Like if you hide secrets that you didn't share before, mm-hmm. and then you enter into a marriage relationship, and you feel like someone just told you this deep truth that you didn't ever know before, that's so hard. Um, and Clayton and I have also discovered that de- deception inflicts deeper and more dangerous wounds than honesty from the beginning, because it plants seeds of distrust and suspicion. So we believe honesty gives a couple the opportunity to learn how to forgive and to affirm one another through our hurt instead of hiding from it. And then here we go. Lewis Mead says this, um, the need for trusting relationships is inborn and bred to the bone. Therefore, Clayton and I believe that honesty is an essential ingredient in a good marriage because it produces a solid foundation of emotional vulnerability and trust. And Zach and Ash, I know that you guys believe 
a lot of this stuff too, as 100%. far as like oh, the yeah. foundation of honesty and trust. What, what would you say, Clayton? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to really become emotionally vulnerable with each other, if you're going to try to build a foundation of trust in your marriage, then really it comes down, um, and this is a, a oversimplification, but for the sake of time, two concepts that you need to understand is that you have to embrace your imperfection. Just know that you're flawed and broken and imperfect and own it. And then secondly, understand the role of confession. Mm -hmm. um, confession is necessary for all healing and for all forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, if you're married, you are going to offend each other. Mm -hmm. yep. You're going to hurt each other. You're going to misunderstand each other. Mm -hmm. You're going to like cut each other with words, with looks, with nonverbals. And you're going to have to be quick to confess that in order for healing and forgiveness to begin. Mm -hmm. So Zach and Ashley, I was just kind of wondering, um, maybe you guys have some examples of how honesty has given you guys permission to be imperfect and to practice confession with each other and embrace forgiving and healing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, and what I, what I referenced earlier too, like this was kind of brought on us. Like, I don't know if I would have chose this at a yeah. young age. But at, we're so chose your anxiety and depression. <laughs> right. yes. yeah, th yeah, through the through my experience with anxiety and depression, going to counseling, I don't think I don't think I would have chose like understanding exactly everything you both just said about confession and the power of it. And we 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 say the honesty is friendliest. That's kind of like our little phrase that we always say. Mm -hmm. Like, if I ever have to wonder, to be honest. In something, okay, is this the friendliest, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what it is. I think honesty is always friendliest. And it's friendliest with your to your spouse. Yeah, mm -hmm. to your spouse. Even though it doesn't feel like right, it, maybe right. at the time. Mm -hmm. Yes, and to anyone, to, to friends, to yeah. you know, whoever it may be, that that honesty is is friendliest. And and so for me, I mean, this was like, I mean, I can't tell you how many years I spent hiding my imperfections of anxiety. And I mean, when I say anxiety, I mean like crippling anxiety that just shakes you to your bone, that you're afraid to leave the house. Like you're just constantly on the defensive mode. Yeah. Um, and it so, wears you out, doesn't it? Oh, is it? It is exhausting, exhausting physically, emotionally, spiritually. I mean, every part of you is exhausted and um, it, it, it is so crippling. And so, and it does lead to depression in most people mm -hmm. because your life changes as a result of it. And so, I had spent years and years and years and years keeping this stuff in and not telling anyone. And so when I started confessing, when I started being honest about these imperfections, um, you know, with, with, with Ashley especially, um, literally, like I said before with the purity example, the anxiety started to dissipate. Mm. It started to lose its power. Dissipate. 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 Or, or dissipate. <laughs> or disintegrate. Or disintegrate. Dis dissipate. Any of those words. You coined a phrase. <laughs> dissipate. It started to disappear. Yeah, yeah. Um, it slowly started to loose, loosen its power. Um, and I think some of you, you always say, Clayton, too, what I started to recognize, too, because I was, in, I was a pastor in ministry. I think you, I think as you said that people relate more to our our weaknesses than they do our strengths. Yes. Mm. And so, what I started to see even in my ministry was that it became even more powerful, mm -hmm. um, and more effective, and more connecting to, mm -hmm. to 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 people, and especially this being a part of God's kingdom work was me being honest. Yeah, um, your it, your honesty gave other people mm, permission, permission to become honest yes. themselves. Yes, it's, it's exactly what it did. It, it, it removed this wall that we, I think was in even in our church body. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'll never forget the first Sunday back. You know, after three months of not working for the church I was working at, um, and and telling them where I had been, 
and everything. I was it was me coming clean. <laughs> Why was everybody wide eyed? Just like well, what? you know, part, they people, kind of knew, and they yeah. were concerned, you okay, know, because yeah. they cared for me. They loved me, and awesome. they knew kind of what was going on. So yes, yeah, so Rivercross Church in Gainesville, Florida. I love you. We love them so much. Um, and so, uh, and they, they, I needed them so much during this time of my life. And I, but I remember telling them, but it was almost like just something lifted. And even today, y'all, there's this like prayer and healing ministry that the church has that didn't start until. I came clean. Mm-hmm. Um, That's remarkable. It is. Mm-hmm. It is a literal prayer and healing ministry that has gone further than um, you know. Than I think maybe even they even thought mm-hmm. what would even happen. But it, it it came through my my brokenness and mm-hmm. and 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 coming out of that being honest. So I literally saw. I mean, my. I mean, Hopetown wouldn't exist if I hadn't have had a season where I just had to come clean and be honest. Right. Y'all's it, counseling ministry yeah, now counseling is also ministry. giving other people that yeah. permission just that you needed. Exactly. Yep, that freedom. Well, what I love is that very often we have a coaching network and you guys um, do a whole session about how important it is to to create a culture of honesty, mm-hmm. specifically within the church. But mm-hmm. who is the church? The church is the body, mm-hmm. each person that's part of the body of Christ. And so it's not just in the building. So mm-hmm. our honesty with one another is so essential, yeah. and you guys teach on that, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So um, I know this was early on in your marriage. You laid a foundation for honesty, but when life gets crazy and you start getting busy, yep. and it seems like it's easy to just start hiding how we're feeling in the present because we are ju- we just become used to each other, and mm-hmm. then you get into a schedule, and then you have the kids, and you're yep. just juggling. It kind of can become just daily communication has everything to do with like schedules and you know and so honesty can be avoided maybe the emotional part of who we're becoming we start hiding Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to ask you guys how are what are some ways that you continue to um make honesty part of your marriage yeah that's so good because i feel like that is that is the season we are sitting in right now where Mm -hmm. like if we weren't intentional we could just talk about did you feed Everly, did, did you put her pull up on before her nap? Did you, you know, just mm-hmm. these things that we are it's trying like to survive the day. Yeah. Yes, coworkers. But, um, and we haven't been perfect at it. I mean, I, I, I think it's so easy for my honesty, quote unquote, to be, I can't believe you left your clothes on the floor again by the bed. Like, that's so disrespectful because I washed <laughs> them, you know, like mm-hmm. that's kind of what it can turn into easily in this season. But... I have had to come to a place where in my mind I can set that aside and think, you know what, if I'm really honest with him, I'm going to wait until I can talk to him and tell him that that hurt me. I felt disrespected because of this. And it might mean that's after the kids go to bed at night, Um, you know, or if he is home for lunch and they take a nap or something, it looks like us finding that time. Or I even prep him and say, when you get home tonight, babe, I just got to have a real conversation with you, you know, right. something like that so that it doesn't come out in a nag, which is what it's so easy to do in this season of. Yeah. So I, 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 and that's the thing, even, I don't know if our honesty has ever like stalled, you mm. know, has ever stopped, but I think the thing that we've had to face in this season is how we're honest. Like, yeah. Especially like when we're physically, the physic- tone, the approach to it, the, right, the yeah. way you express it. In this season of life, with with a toddler and with an eight month old, mm-hmm. um, being physically exhausted mm-hmm. um, most of most of the time, it's not that again our honesty has has uh, has stopped. But what has really been put to the test is when I'm honest, how do I say it? Right, right. And because mm-hmm. if you say on honesty is friendliest, mm-hmm. 
it can be if it's said the right way. Right. But I know that I've had people say, look, I'm just going to be real with you. And then they just unload mm-hmm. instead of actually expressing their feelings in a healthy way. Right. That's not that's not honesty. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's mm-hmm. that's not the definition of honesty that we're talking or truthfulness that we're mm-hmm. talking about today. That's venting. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so it's I think. Yeah. So I think processing your emotions, like you said, Ashley, you know, when do I say this? How yep. do I say it? Is it, you know, what is the proper way to say this to whoever it is mm-hmm. that I'm offended by? If, if it is something that you're communicating that you're offended. Because yeah. it really is always most of the time, the honesty, if you get really get down to it, is something underneath. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's never about this thing. It's not the clothes laying on the floor. It's the the feelings behind that it's mm-hmm. being yeah. disrespected yes. or come on you know i'm doing everything around here you're not here all you know that right. kind of thing. i'm talking specifically about yeah. clothes on the floor yeah, yeah, but yeah. there's many other things like the man can feel like possibly i'm working i'm earning all the money and mm-hmm. you're just spending it or right what are you doing you know i don't mm-hmm. know there can be so many or you're not respecting me for how much I'm working. Mm-hmm. If I left my clothes on the floor, you could pick them up because yeah. I'm not here. You know, it yeah. could it could just turn into this yes. cycle of mm-hmm. attack instead of going beneath it. True honesty needs to be. I know we talked about Clayton and I talked about um, with Justin Justin right. in another podcast about the need to be honest, facing each other, being need and eye to eye, yeah. so that you're speaking to each other in a kind way rather than you know, talking to someone in the other room yeah. Yeah. or just venting. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll drop this one before we move to the, the final question. I think sometimes when we were, okay, so we talked about being honest about your past. We are now talking about being honest in your present. Like when you feel offended or hurt or misunderstood, I, I just want to add this caveat. Sometimes in marriage, you just have to let it go and overlook those things. Mm. Sometimes, it, let me just say this, it's not always right or appropriate for you to, give full vent to your frustration in the moment or your disappointment in the moment. Part of being an adult is Mm -hmm. learning to live without getting everything you want. Right. Part part of being an adult is learning not to wear your heart on your sleeve and not getting your feelings hurt Mm -hmm. about every single Mm -hmm. little thing. And a, a really healthy marriage has a good healthy dose of those honest moments where you say, that hurt my feelings, that did not make me feel loved and respected. Mm-hmm. And an equal amount of, you know what, I'm just going to let that go. I know she didn't mean that to hurt me that way. I know he didn't think when he left his clothes on the floor or when he made that comment that there was no intention there. I'm just going to let that go. My dad used to say, this is old school Fountain Inn, because Zach is <laughs> from Fountain Inn, F-I, F-I till I, I die. Till die. My dad used to say, in reference to his relationship with my mom, he used to say this, sometimes it's better to let an old sleeping dog just lay there. <laughs> Yeah. And I finally asked him one day, I was like, I think I know what that means, dad, but what does that really mean? He goes, if you kick an old dog who's laying there asleep, he'll bite you. Mm. He said, sometimes your mama makes me so mad that I just want to scream, but I just keep my mouth shut because it's better for me to just get over it and let it go than to kick that old dog. Mm. And then he was like, I'm not calling your mama an old dog. Okay. We all get the point. Well, get the point. So, do you so, think? Do you think that it would be even with that? Like, do you think it'd still be beneficial in that scenario for like? And this is me off the cuff. Like, I don't have an initially opinion. I just had a thought. Like, you know, for somebody because I do agree, picking the right battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, the and wisdom, so, yes. right. knowing. Yeah. Do you think it still would benefit? For instance, in that case, for for maybe that's not what she t- talks to me about, mm-hmm. or not. You know, something to, to something talk to a friend. Maybe yeah, some girlfriends or yes. something mm-hmm. that she's able to still get it out, still able mm-hmm. to be sure. honest. 
I think you have to have, you know, Sharon, I've talked about that a lot. It's important to have friends you can be honest with. Yeah. Um, but you have to be careful what you tell a friend. Right. Because here, yeah. here's what I know about me. Let me just be honest here. There are times I get mad or frustrated about something. And I don't talk to Shari about it because in my gut, I know this is going to pass. This is momentary. It's more about me than it is about her. The worst thing I can do in that moment is call you. Right, Zach. right, right. Because if I call you and express my momentary frustration with mm-hmm. Shari to you in five minutes, I'm going to be over it. Right. But then I could cloud the way you view yeah. our marriage or the mm-hmm. way that you view Shari. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think there has to be yeah. a healthy dose of spiritual maturity and discernment to know mm-hmm. when do you just need to drive past that That's one. Great. Right. Well, yeah. and Clayton and I have always, uh, I, not always, but early into marriage, I think one of the things that we realized is we have to seek to understand rather than to be understood sometimes. Right. And so when conflicts arise, sometimes it's just personality differences. Yeah. And so you have to say, okay, yeah, this person, you know, like we were talking about Josh earlier, how he leaves things everywhere. And Shay said, I know you're not telling me anything I don't know. And so if you have certain things in your relationship where you get to know that person, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's just worth overlooking because you're like, okay, I'm just not, because you know, it's not malicious. Yeah. I'm going to pick up my kids' cups that they leave out every night, even though I'm writing notes all around the house. Please pick up your own stinking cups, you know? Yeah, so, it's like we're in marriage counseling right now with the King. I know. Let me quote my dad one more time. Joe King, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he used to say this too. Man, people are getting so much wisdom today from our podcast, right? don't you think? Yeah. He used to say, um, he was a farmer, you got to know which stumps to blow up with dynamite and which ones to plow around. <laughs> we're talking about old dogs and stuff. Old dogs and, and stumps. stumps. Yeah, you got to know which ones Those to blow up with dynamite and which ones to just plow around. That's All right. If Joe King were Jesus, oh, man. <laughs> he would farm analogy. Let me tell you a parable. Oh. You really could write a book, though. Uh, yes. Just my dad. Oh. I will. That you book's should. coming. It'll, yes. After my kids graduate and Shari and I are empty oh. nesters, I'll write that book. So we talked about telling the truth about your past and owning the brokenness from your past. We talked about how to be honest about what you're feeling in the present and sometimes plowing around that stump um, and not kicking that old dog. (laughs) Now let's talk just for a moment at the end of the podcast about telling the truth about the future. Mm -hmm. So I've noticed in marriages uh, and really life in general, you go through cycles and stages. So what that means is a person's dreams and desires shift based on the season of life they're in. So this is why Shari and I talk about this a lot. We think it's important to really tell the truth about your future as far as it pertains to like hopes and dreams and things that you want to accomplish. And you have to talk about those as you age and as you go through different stages of life, even if it changes Mm -hmm. the trajectory of your life and its plans. So Zach and Ashley, how do you guys prioritize and communicate, communicate those kind of, you know, conversations about your future dreams? That's good. You know, this is so pertinent to us in particular yeah, because... In I was about to say, you guys are right there. We, I mean, we've had some diversions to our plan, you know. Um, but when I married Zach, when I dated him and married him, I thought I was marrying a pastor. <laughs> and we were... Well, you were. Uh, I, you, yeah, were. You, <laughs> you still are. Yeah, I, I was. I was marrying a pastor. But our game plan was, you know what, in maybe five years, we are going to plan our own church. We're going to... I mean, this we was, were church, this what we thought at the we time. We were church planters. That's like, we were so in it and so excited about it. And then, you know, a couple years later, well, this anxiety, this breakdown happened and things just started changing. And now, nine years later into marriage, our life looks completely different than I thought it was going to look like when I married him in 2010. I had no idea. <laughs> but that came from very honest conversations. Um, 
you know, and what's the, the funny thing is that you are more of a pastor right now than, you know, ever before the freedom that you have to pastor and shepherd people. And so it's just funny that it looks different than what we thought it would look like. But, um, but, but what I came to realize was I didn't marry a pastor of a a church planter. I married Zach Dixon. Mm -hmm. And so that means wherever the Lord takes us, wherever life takes us, I married this man. And as long as we are honest with each other and we, and there are changes in our desires and passions, like we are okay. Because mm-hmm. we married each other for for better or for worse, yes, yeah. the long haul. Yep. Yeah, wherever we go, and I mean we, that's something we always teach our clients. We kind of draw this triangle. So if you're listening to this, you can have an imaginary triangle in your head, like of the, the intimacy triangle of, of of intimacy being the goal for us, and intimacy being to 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 uh, to be known and knowing um, another person, and so that is the goal. That's the goal for us to be fully known and to fully, uh, you know, be fully know myself, but also fully know um, your wife. My yeah, your spouse. And so, um, so the intimacy triangle, the intimacy at the top of the triangle, and then it goes down. And the two bottom points are: if if you want to get to intimacy, the ways to get there are confession and vulnerability. And those two things. I mean, you can plan exotic trips, you can have <laughs> chocolates, you can have all these other great things and right. beneficial things. But if you really want that good stuff, um, then confession and vulnerability are the way to get there. Yeah. And and so for us, like if we have that kind of intimacy, honestly, I mean, when it comes down to it, and I'm a dreamer, I'm a I'm a huge dreamer. I love pursuing dreams. I love encouraging other people to do it and doing awesome things. But I have to bring myself down to like what matters most too a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that comes down to to the normal mundane sometimes stuff, but it's not mundane. Mm-hmm. You know, this stuff gives me life. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say this stuff, me and Ashley are our relationship. And so if we have that intimacy, come what may, like we're gonna be okay mm-hmm. no matter where life takes us and where the tra- you know where the tra- tra- trajectory goes like right. we're gonna be okay and so it's remembering um you know that's that's what we're going for at the end of the day is that kind of intimacy and whether it's in a church plant or whether it's in a counseling you know practice um whether it's in florida or whether it's in florida whether carolinas. It's in carolinas like we're good yeah because we have that i love this because i think in the beginning ashley you were like i'm marrying a pastor of a church we're gonna play in a church well, you are pastoring. Both mm-hmm. of you are pastoring. Um, if we look at the definition of pastoring, yeah. it's shepherding other people mm-hmm. and keeping them connected to God and knowing who they are and holistic, a holistic view of a person yeah. um, mm-hmm. is keeping is helping them to find real health with themselves and with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just preaching on a stage, yep. which I think sometimes... In our American culture, we say yeah. that's the yeah. pastor because he's on stage and he's preaching. But many people pastor others, mm-hmm. you know, through yeah. hard times. And so y'all are still doing that, yeah. which is really mm-hmm. neat. It's just that your vision for it and your dream for how you do it has changed. Yeah. And it's kind of morphed. And so I'm sure y'all, have, well, I know y'all have had multiple conversations yeah. before yeah. you came here, but it's been a continual one. And I'm sure you'll continue yeah. to have them. Clayton and I are always having conversations about what is our future going to look like? And Jacob's going to be gone in a couple mm. of years out of high school. And Jerry's Don't talk gonna about be, it. I know, no, it's so no. scary. But what what does our life look like now? And what do we want it to look like? And all of those things. And so 
we just believe that you need to continue that conversation mm-hmm. so that you, you continue it in closeness and you continue it together. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Wow. This, this, I wish we could just keep talking for like another hour. I this know. is so good. But every podcast has to come to a close, right? Yeah, <laughs> we do. And so I hope that you guys have gotten some wisdom today from, I guess, all of us, but specifically from our guests, Zach and Ashley Dixon, who, if you don't know, I'm just going to clarify again, they have an organization called Hope Town, and you can find them on the internet. This is hopetown.com. And we send people their way all the time for coaching and counseling and what's the other one? Consulting. Consulting. Sorry, I always forget that last C. Um, So if that sounds like something you're interested in, we trust these guys and we know that they're going to... they're going to keep your secrets secret and they're going to help you. <laughs> yeah, they're going right. to help you through whatever it is that you um, you need in life. Thanks so much for coming to this podcast today. I value you guys' um, wisdom so much and I can't wait to have you again. Mm. Um, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. If you've benefited from this podcast, please, please, please share this episode with your friends and on your social media platform. And also, I would really love for you to leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks so much for your support. Clayton King Ministries hopes we've given you something to overcome your Monday. We're thankful that you chose to listen to Overcoming Monday, a production of Clayton King Ministries. This podcast happens because of you, and there are three ways that you can help us reach even more people. One, be sure to share us with your friends and follow Shari on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ShariKing99. The second way is that you can also make a tax-deductible donation to Clayton King Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit at claytonking.com give. And third, of course, subscribe to our podcast. Get on your favorite podcast platform and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And for more encouragement to move you forward in your faith, check out Shari's amazing blog at shariking.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope that we've given you something to help overcome this Monday.